And we are underway. From Rainbow Bay to Rainbow Beach to the Switch and everything in between. I'm going to have fun and you're going to have fun. You're a funny day. So have fun now. Your new local. You're going to love this place. It's the Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo. Happy Tuesday, podcast family. Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo here. We're a... Uh, not fractured, but we're a spread out group today, although we're heading towards fracture. We're about to be very fractured soon. <laughs> Dobbo, you're in LA. Uh, yes. Lisa and I are still here in the Sunshine State, but you're I am... Off to the airport now. Airport bound. Yeah. And I feel like that's when Lisa's... Goodbye and good riddance. Lisa's sad pants will really kick in. Yeah, I've got to hang out with producer Con all week. I don't want to do sorry, that. Executive oh, sorry, executive producer Con. Sorry, executive producer Con. My apologies. Don't, don't yeah. ever, don't ever yeah. not give him his full title. Sorry. Um, yeah. yeah. It'll be an executive pain say... in my ass this week. <laughs> Yeah. Can I just say that I've heard one of the most concerning comparisons ever in my life um, from a TikTok. And now I'm not big on TikTok, but I want to play you guys this and the discriminatory levels that have gone on against one of my favourite foods is next level. One thing I can't stop thinking about is called the Dorito theory. The idea is that only experiences that aren't truly satisfying are maximally addictive. So imagine eating Doritos. When you eat a Dorito and finish your bite, you're not fully satisfied. It's not the same as eating a steak. How dare she? Who who is this woman, this Celeste.aria? Compare one of the greatest staples of anybody's life, a cheese Dorito, mate, throw in a bit of guacamole, throw in a bit of salsa, throw in a bit of sour cream and you've got nachos, and she's saying you can't be satisfied with that. Old Celeste has no idea how satisfying your bag of Doritos was, Dobbo, that you left behind. I ate the whole thing and I was very satisfied. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I mean, I think they're just looking for reasons to hate on things, and now they're using the good staple that we've all had is a Dorito chip. I can't get over it. What's she doing? Is she trying to – I don't quite understand how the Dorito theory works. Well, Well, it's about relationships and, like, you're not that satisfied, so go out and get a steak with a relationship that is deep and meaningful is the the comparison. How dare they compare food? How dare they compare food? To a relationship. I mean, Do we, Lisa, you're, you're the single one. Do you think the Dorito theory holds up? Does it oh, hold water? I think there's a few Doritos in the world and steak is very hard to come by sometimes. Um, yeah, it's like if you want is. a very good juicy steak is very hard to come by sometimes, <laughs> especially if you want medium rare, like Walter's level, right, which is what rare. I'm aiming Wagyu. for. Yeah, I you're, want like yeah. the seven plus right. Wagyu. Is that seven, seven's the highest, Obo? Seven, uh, nine plus. Nine, nine plus. plus I want the, the nine wa- plus Wagyu. Mm. I want it medium rare and I want some chips on the mm. side. That's very hard to come okay. by. Okay. Okay. But Dobbo, Dobbo, can you just start describing nachos for me again? Because you were doing it. You are yeah. painting such a mouth picture. Cheese nachos, salsa, and Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> you get them in Mexico. Make you get them in Mexico. <laughs> you know what? That's my ringtone. <laughs> Get on the plane, you little grub. I can't wait to see you because I'm going to throttle you when I see you. Dobbo, you're already stateside, obviously. Uh, I'm I'm heading off today. And you reported a couple of weeks back, Dobbo, you broke the story that the Broncos got quite an in-depth security speaking to, I guess, by the the people that were going to look after them in Vegas. Well, uh, Vegas is known, as we all know, as Sin City. I like to call it Trap Vegas because (laughs) – this is the thing. It's a melting pot and you can get caught up in it all and the city never sleeps. Yeah. And sometimes marriages have gone down the hill from it. Well, last night I got my security warning. 
Ooh. from my wife, Ooh. Moana. Oh. Who is the, can I just say, can I just say, who is the most chilled human being out of that I've ever met? She is the ideal wife. She would actually not give one iota that you were going to Vegas, so this will be good. No, but I'll tell you what prompted it. Sunday afternoon, we were at the uh, Burley Town Hotel, and we are catching up with a mate for his birthday. This mate happens to have been to Las Vegas 19 times. Oh. He knows he the single? joint, right? Uh, no, he's not. He's on to his second ride. He's a rewriter oh. like you, Dobby, but that's not the yeah, point. Second ride, yeah, uh, that's all right. He's, no he, he's a frequent flyer to Las Vegas, knows it well. And he painted a very intimidating picture. I was being advised not to leave the strip. At Eb- there's no point wandering off the strip, as in le- going really? into. Yeah, he was. He, he had some really strict instructions as as how to avoid trouble over there. That was fine, and Alana heard that conversation. But it was then when I was at home on Sunday evening, sitting there, and I just started. I, sending some DMs to uh, Triple M NRL call team full-timer this year, Wade Graham. Because Wade is going to Vegas. He's your mate, isn't he? Wade and I know each other well from Sydney. And I messaged Wade uh, in response to something he put up and said, I said, are you flying out on Tuesday? And he said, I am. And I said, I'll see you on the flight. And he said, uh, tell me you're staying at the uh, mm-hmm. at our accommodation, I said I am, and he just wrote back, even more excellent. Oh, this could be anything. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I proceeded to write back. Uh, poor old Woodsy, Aaron Woods, actually has to go over there and play a game of footy, <laughs> and he yes. laughed and wrote back. He said, "This could be the greatest thing ever to happen, or we could all lose our jobs." Uh, so, and I was reading those messages to my wife Alana. And Is Wade married? Wade's married. Wade, yep. Wade is married. Uh, Wade's safe yep. as yeah. house. Yeah. 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 Rock solid. But. <laughs> Wade, I was on reading those messages because I was laughing and Lana said, what are you, who are you writing to? I said, I'm messaging Wade. And she looked at me and just said, know your limitations. Don't you dare try and keep up with those NRL boys. <laughs> it was very much a, not worried about me going and, and playing up, but very much just going, Don't basically try. saying to me, you're a small human. <laughs> Uh, and first night fever has brought many a good man down. First night fever has ruined many. Um, you're also not that piss fit either. No, I'm not. Yeah, at no, all that's exactly sore. right. Uh, like, and yeah, I think that's you're what not my, tried. That's what Alana was telling me. She's like, you don't drink very much. No, you're going over to a place. You with haven't a bunch of trained boys. for Vegas, <laughs> exactly. so you Mate, are a rookie. It, Do not behave Mate, like a seasoned legend, okay? If if you're on the gambling tables, it's free alcohol. Yeah. That's the biggest trap, mate. If you're standing, at, if you're playing blackjack, even on a ten dollar table, she's free rum and cokes. It's Christmas. So I have been, I have been scared. I, I could not be more terrified about this trip. I might end up being in bed uh, like a, a grandfather. I might go to bed at seven o'clock each night. You know, as soon as we finish doing our show, I might hit the hay just out of fear. So, <laughs> but one triple three five three. I'm terrified. Dobbo's already over there. Are there any members of the Triple M family going? I'd love to hear about somebody um, from the Triple M family that's actually going over there for the games because we haven't spoken to anybody about it. We know the Broncos are going and we know there's media and all the rest of it, but I would love to speak to someone from the Triple M family that's going over for the games uh, and, and how they're doing it. Are they doing it like me, terrified, or are they doing it like Dobbo, you know, t- grabbing the bull by the horns and coming back ready for All in. <laughs> and then all he in. eats it in the steak. <laughs> Todd from Burbank, good afternoon. Good afternoon, crew. How are you? Good. How Are you heading off to Vegas? <laughs> I certainly am. Who are you going with? I'm actually taking my wife. <laughs> oh, no. No, why would you do that? <laughs> oh, look, um, with COVID hit, we just got a heap of credit, so we thought we're going to use it sometime, and then I heard the oh. NRL was on, so I thought, let's go. What is your wife like, Todd? Does she love, uh, would she love Vegas? Well, last time we went, went to 
to a trade fair over there and um, didn't go to any uh, trade fair activities. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Basically ditched the conference. Notorious. And, yeah. Hey, well, yeah. so, uh, can you give uh, me as a first-time player, I've been given the uh, security briefing by my wife, but have you got any advice for me on how to get the most out of the time in Vegas? Oh, look, we're trying to go to everything we can. Like, we've been looking online to, like, you know, all the all the activities like Cirque du Soleil, you know, all the shows and trying yeah. to work out which one, which one to go to. Yeah. And then um, the There's NRL's a lot got... On. Yeah, yeah, the NRL's putting a few things on and the Matty John show's on, so we're uh, you know, gonna try and do all those sort of things. Fremont Street Fremont Street is going to be a buzz the Thursday <laughs> night and um there it's a fan activation night from six o'clock till nine o'clock where you can drink beer and celebrate in this street. It is a phenomenal place. Mm. And just throw in rugby league. I, I don't think there's any better in the world. Hey, like Toddy, I'll keep an eye out for you at the Matty Johns taping, mate. We'll have a beer, okay? Oh, yeah, certainly. I actually caught up with you at um, uh, Garage Bands at um, oh, Christmas Theatre. When the, when the Screaming Jets October. Were... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Living yeah, End and um, Pete Murray and, and Diesel was there. So, oh, well, let's yeah. keep the beers flowing, Todd. We'll catch up in oh, Vegas yeah. this time. Yeah, and then I saw Dobbo at uh, Tom Brady night. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Todd, right. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he saw yeah, Liesl through a window. Time. Yeah, then it was like, not me, and I'm the only one not going. So have fun, Todd. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Steve from Logan Home. You're heading off to Vegas? I'm looking forward to it. Leave on Wednesday. Oh, Leave wonderful. Wednesday. And who are you going with? Um, going with a couple of mates. It was going to be up to about eight of us. Uh, wives were invited. No wives took the option. Oh. <laughs> yeah, good. And yeah, we good. whittled the eight down to three hardcore who oh. are going to recreate the Hangover Part 4. Oh, oh no. no, Steve. Steve, can I ask? Steve, can be I, careful. You don't have to disclose full IDs here, but can I get the first names? There's, there's Steve and who are the other two reprobates? It's going to be Sam and Mark. Steve. And we're looking forward to catching up with you, Liam. Yeah, let's do it, Steve. Steve, Sam and Mark, right? Uh, best odds, who's not coming home, Steve? Which one of you uh, gets just married oh. to the stripper in Vegas? Well, <laughs> given I'm already a celebrant and very married, it won't yeah, be me. It won't be you. Yeah, it won't be I think you. Sam's the only single one. So oh, great. So Sam's he might get there. a tooth ripped out. He might get a tooth ripped out in the process as well. I'm wondering about the tattoos. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. now we're talking, uh, Steve. So now we just we just spoke to Todd, who's who's got a very wholesome trip with his wife planned. What, what other activities beyond the game have you and the boys got locked in? Well, we've got the NASCAR, um, the Golden Knights. Oh, you got the um, ice hockey? Yeah, um, a gold mine tour and visit Burrow Town, I believe it's called, mm-hmm. or Town of the Donkeys. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I know. That sounds awesome. <laughs> uh, probably swing by the Grand Canyon again. I went over in 2017 for World Series of Poker. So there's probably going to be a little bit of table time for me. Oh, table time, I like that. Yeah. I like that. All so right. Ten days, four nights. <laughs> well done, Steve. I love that. Cramming a lot in. All right, yeah. Steve. Well, uh, mate, let's uh, let's get in touch. I wouldn't mind uh, joining in some of the boys' activities. Yeah, yeah keep my number. Keep All my right. number. Send me a text. Oh. You don't want to catch up with me, Steve? Like, you, you know, mate, mate? Yeah. I get to watch you walk past my seats at the footy. Every home game. Oh, I'm there you go. Right, right. To that tunnel, and I'm the old fella up the, up there with a grey beard waving at you. Oh, you, you never should say good day to me. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. I'm always concentrate, but make sure you do say good day to me. Come down to the again. Another person sure doesn't want to hang out with yeah. me. Oh. <laughs> I'll see you at Fremont Street, and I'll point out who I am. Okay, no, that'll be good. I love that. Thank love you that, for mate. the call, Steve. There we go. All right, a couple of different trips happening in Vegas. 
I think my wife would probably rather hang out with Todd than Steve if she's like. <laughs> I think your wife would be very happy and comfortable that you're hanging out with me. That's what I think. Well, Lana can hang out with me. I'll, I'll lead her astray. There we go. Everyone knows now, probably as part of the Triple M family, that I am a single gal and I am out there dating and mm-hmm. throwing myself back into the dating pool. It is um, quite shallow and full of we at the moment, but that's okay. Um, hey, ha- hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Give the, us some. Being the classy gal that I am, I have been on uh, one date in particular which went really well. It just went out for brekkie and then we went to Bunnings afterwards. And for me, that's a huge highlight. I just think that's a, yeah, a wonderful way <laughs> to really find out about someone. Well, I went on a date recently and I probably found out a little bit more about uh, this person that I went on a date with that uh, they maybe take the P-I-S-S a little bit too much. Where'd you go this time? Might ten? Uh <laughs> No, we didn't. We went to Macca's. Cash converters. Macca's? What? (laughs) Cash converters. No, we went to Macca's because we were going to go out for breakfast and we thought, well, one of the perks that we have working here at Triple M is we do get McDonald's coffees as part Mm. of, you know, a bit of a bonus Mm. for us working here. And I do like to enjoy those sometimes because, you know, Cozy living and all that sort of stuff. I know my McCafe Brewsters by the first name. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. You, Sam, <laughs> Sam and Chelsea, shout you, out. Oh, yeah. You literally do. Chugan Macca, shout out. Hilarious. Yeah. Well, after the date from the night before and the next morning, we thought, well, why don't we just cash in on this McDonald's and let's go get Macca's for breakfast? So go through the drive through How romantic. I know, How so romantic. romantic. I'm just <laughs> such a classy bird, really, most of the time. Um, I'm really impressed by the most uh, simple of things. Anyway, so I gave him my phone to put whatever he wanted to on my order through my Macca's app that I've got because I want the points as well. Um, Added the coffee, um, added my double... uh, No, I had a sausage and egg McMuffin, which is my normal... uh, It's the best choice. Best choice. 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 Anyway, going through drive-thru, I've already paid for it. I've done all of that, picked it up. And as I've opened the bag when I've come home, there was three burgers inside. uh, A little bonus burger. I was like... Oh, we got a free burger. That's so exciting. When I opened it, he goes, no, I ordered that. He took liberty in ordering two double sausage and egg McMuffins, double sausage and egg McMuffins on my account that I paid for without telling me. See, this is a complete breach of trust, Liesl, and you want to look about red flags on the first date. He's hijacked your Macca's app account and ordered more than what and, – and did he pay or did you pay? I paid for it because it was through oh, my account. Punt him, Liesl. Punt him. Do you think Seriously, that's a major get, red flag, do you? I think it's a massive red flag. I mean, hats off to him. He's gutsy. It's yeah. a ballsy move on the first date. Um, you know, and the first time to Macca's, I mean, I broke up with a girl once because she ordered more than me at, at Macca's. Like, <laughs> Macca's, is a, Macca's is a very, very, very sticky situation when you go there on the first date. Well, now, he's gone – Two double, like, I mean, porker. Yeah, I just go like, porker straight up. Well, luckily like, for me, you wouldn't have dumped me, Dobbo, because I only had a quarter of what he ordered. Yeah, so no, <laughs> I went the no, normal right. person's meal. No, and you don't got... hijack someone's account at all. That's dreadful. Take oh. me to bed, but don't touch my mind back as that. Please. <laughs> <laughs> We're in Vegas mode. Full-blown Vegas mode, obviously. Dobbo and I are over there. Liesl, you're a... Back here in Brisbane. Yep, you're welcome. Happy and chipper. Uh, <laughs> but obviously this weekend the games are taking place, the doubleheader Allegiant Stadium, and America's gone full NRL mode. They've embraced it fully as well. This is a little bit of audio. This is the great Rob Gronkowski, Dobbo, who you're diehard NFL I love fan. Gronk. Most I love casual Gronk. sports people will know who this man is. But this is a bit of audio of him 
watching and commentating on rugby league. He's gone all the way. Dive. What do you call a touchdown in rugby? All right, here we go. Lateral pass. Oh, we got a high step. Oh, here he goes. We got a little juke, and we got a stiff arm. That's what you love to see in this game. Not just rugby, but also American football. Ooh, that's stiff arm. That's beastly. Get off me, boy. Get off me. Stop calling it rugby. It's NRL. Rugby union is rugby. Now, I imagine Gronk is is, uh, pocketing a bit of cash for for those opinions. So we wanted to actually get a proper pulse on what uh, America, and particularly Las Vegas, thinks about this doubleheader that is happening this weekend. So we bring in uh, a fellow radio professional like ourselves, this man, Ken Thompson, from Sports X Radio in Las Vegas, Nevada. And welcome to the Rush Hour. Hey, man. Great to be with you guys. I, I almost spaced it, man. I've been watching college basketball after church and just kind of hanging out. So I, I go back and forth between Vegas and Phoenix and, and uh, the best of both worlds. I love the desert, man. I've been a desert rat for better than two decades for <laughs> sure. It's awesome. What is your expectation? Obviously, this Saturday, American time, um, we have two games of NRL uh, at Allegiant Stadium. I'm just wondering, from a sports broadcaster in Vegas, has it even hit the radar yet? Yeah, it has. I mean, it, of course, it has its niche, like any of the sports that are not the, the basic four, baseball, football, basketball, hockey here in the States. And, of course, now there's, like, basically no defense, but the colleges are where I generally gravitate to. But I appreciate, you know, sports. And so I follow a little bit of history. I get into the majors with golf and tennis and whatnot. But when I see rugby, when people start talking about all right, we got the All Blacks coming, we got this or that. And then, so I start paying attention, and I'm going, all right, I know that's a crazy sport because as much as I love football and I know it's a contact sport, they're wearing helmets and stuff. These guys, it's unbelievable. Sometimes you'll see, like, the, the padded uh, skull cap or whatever. But other than that, nothing. These guys are absolutely men's men, man. They were just badass. Man. They were t- I mean, that's all you can say. Do you think Americans would be impressed by NRL and how they don't wear any protective, no headgear, no body gear, no nothing, and the hit-ups are loud? Like, as if you can hear them, <laughs> when they hit each other, it is super loud. Do you think Americans would be surprised by that? I think so. You know, I mean, to me, it doesn't surprise me because when I watch, you know, sports, you know, you know man-on-man, I mean, mano-a-mano, I mean, it's – I, so much respect. Like you, like you're in the octagon UFC. It's it's like you're one on one. Same thing here. You know, you're you're out there. You're exposed. So you better be good. And uh, you know, it's. I think uh, you know, as long as the sport has a niche, and I like learning the new sport. So I follow it. and I followed the Australian rules as well. I thought you know as yeah. much as I could. But I appreciate when you bring the true product over here yeah. for us to feel the true feeling over here in the states. I think that's big time. Well, that's the big thing. It's not a trial. It's not an exhibition match. This is round one of the Telstra Premiership. It's like round one of the NFL season, and these these wins count for the season. So, so it's so important. Allegiant Stadium, I think, holds eighty something thousand. Um, Thirty thousand tickets sold. Uh, I mean, if you build it, they will come. This is a five year plan for the NRL, um, and obviously, there's gambling revenue that are, is a big part of it. And if they can. Get get some Americans on the bit that they they win out of this as well. But at, is it unrealistic to believe that you know in five years' time, if they stay consistent, that Americans, not everyone, you know, it's such a big country, you might fill that stadium. You may, especially if there's gambling involved. I mean, it is what it is. But that's, I mean, it doesn't matter if the sport's an exciting sport, and plus you can gamble on it in more ways than one. That's going to bring people. You see the way 
I mean, especially I'm from New Jersey initially, how they're outgrows in Vegas. I live in Vegas now. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, but because Nevada was number one for so long, but once it broke, now it's breaking. So now you see the metropolis and places like that, New York, New Jersey, they're going to beat out Las Vegas just because of population and because there's more sports better. That's bottom line. Ken, of all your research so far, who will you be cheering for? And the correct answer is Broncos, by the way. <laughs> you know what? I will tell you this. I'm kind of clueless as far as the whole format or whatnot. I actually do have a, a friend that works uh, out here in Vegas, and he played professional rugby over there in Samoa. He's from Samoa. He played like 12 years. Ricky, the guy's in great shape, and he's probably you know close to, uh, I'll say, 58, somewhere like that. So he's been, he played for a long time. He said for 12 years. But I told him I had much respect for the game, so it's much more. So he was kind of explaining the tries and how it's different in league and whatnot. Well, like once four and once three, I think, as far as the yep, tries, yep. if that's correct. Yep. So is, it, is that correct? Once five, you know, once you five. Explain to us. Okay, so here's the thing. So because I, I, I mean, hockey, like I tell people, if you haven't gone to hockey and you don't know what icing is and things like that, the game sucks, right? You're watching, you're like, what are they doing that for? Why is that stopped? Da, da, da. So, but when you know the rules, it's a fabulous game, especially live. Same thing with rugby. If I know the rules, I guarantee I'm going to be into it, especially if I can, even if I'm not betting it, just to watch how the line goes to see how these odds makers, because I, I trust them. They're making a line based on educated guesses from maybe the history of these teams. So they're following them like I follow college football or NFL. So I'll respect them and I'll learn from them. And I love that. And if I can handicap it, great. If I can't, I'll learn from those that do and appreciate the sport for what it is. The most important question, I was there in Vegas at Christmas time um, for the NFR and okay. to see Garth Brooks, and I actually was lucky enough to experience a steak at the Golden Steer. Is that without doubt the best steak go. in Vegas? Uh, you know, I'll tell you what, and lobster, you know, so, you know, <laughs> if you like Australian lobster tails too, you know, yeah. I mean, and I do, I mean, oh, I had I'm a few of them. lobster guy, yeah. that's my yeah, my buddy, my buddy would hate it. He like, he's like, God dang it, man! I got to invite him to the Christmas party again. They already Thompson. They're like, Oh gosh, dang, steak and lobster, SNL. I mean, it's bottom line. I'm getting that. It doesn't matter if they serve it and it's good. I'm getting it. I don't care what it is. Well, Ken, you so, sound like the perfect stuff. man for Double and I to get in touch with when we are boots on the ground. But it's take, all right. I'll hold the fort. Yeah, Lisa, you. you're you welcome. You keep the fort. Only the most uh, yeah. accomplished of all. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> Lisa. Was, Ken, Lisa was a three, a four-time Olympian, a world record holder, the best to ever do it, and she's the only one who's had to stay put in Brisbane. So she's a little bit salty, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, Ken Thompson, Sports X Radio. We appreciate your insight into the city of Vegas, and thanks for giving us a, a chat here on the Rush Hour. Uh, thanks for getting me on. I appreciate that, and we love you in Vegas, and uh, you'll love it. It's a true 24-hour town. Like I said, I grew up in New York, New Jersey. Vegas is true 24 hours. You want to get a steak at 5 in the morning, you can do it. Amazing. Bloody hope you can. I am no longer a criminal as of <laughs> tomorrow. You sure? And Yeah, and i got to say, this is at 12 o'clock tonight. It is the end of what has been a harrowing couple of years. Um, now, I'm talking about my driver's license here. Uh, as you all well know, a couple of years ago, I did my license for six months for being on my phone. Was I in the wrong? Well, yes. There's, that's a debate around that. But either way, I took my punishment and we all remember the story. I had driver James, who's become a dear friend of mine, but uh, James is very much a part. So after I did my six months, I got my license back. 12 months ago, you remember it correctly, I was there waiting at six o'clock in the morning, lining up so I could be the first through the door <laughs> at 8.30. Um and I had four points for 12 months. So it's been Russian roulette. There's no two ways about it. But guess what, guys? 
I'm back on my Oseman licence as of 12am tomorrow morning. I'm back, baby. You're no I longer had a driven to the speed of it. Yeah, and you know what I did when I, I before I left, uh, I drove down the range up to the Super Rooster. I rang my mate Troy Dobson, who's at uh, Tweed Tweed Toyota, and I said to him, "Mate, how do I get this stinking lady off my phone that always goes?" You are driving over the speed limit. You are speeding, like because I've had this uh, radar control. Like you guys have heard it. I've been on the phone, and she, she just goes drives me bananas. Anyway, guess what? When I got to the airport, she's off it. I'm back. Sorry. I'm allowed to drive normal now. Okay, Lisa, do you want to bring up the the point? <laughs> He's just declared on air there, or do you, do you want me to that? Do he it? drives over the speed exactly limit. <laughs> No, 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 no. Just it's a gauge it's when I'm getting close. When you I'm getting shut close her up by driving under the speed limit. That's how you do it. <laughs> you've, you've anyway, just... I'm back. I'm back. Right. I'm back. So I've got an open license. 12 points finally... and you know what? What I, what I love, Liesl, is that clearly so nervous and anxious about the final week or so of this probationary period that he's flown to another country. Left the country. Like, yeah. I don't trust myself. I could go down in a ball of flames. That would ruin so me. Bad. It'd, be like, it'd be like going out on 99. He's like, he's on 99. <laughs> the ton's waiting for him. He's like, oh, I'm just going to take a single here. Uh, to be fair, I really have learnt my lesson um, from, and I have slowed down considerably. The, I just got blase well and the phone thing. I've put one of those magnets on my phone and I've learnt what Siri is and how I can ask Siri to call people. Uh, I learned all that in the last 18 months mm. and I feel I've been rehabilitated and I'm right to step back into the community as a 12-point citizen it's, now. It's like he's fronting the parole board. It's the yeah. P-Plate well, no, is anonymous. Yeah. Let's, let's continue yeah. this thing. All right, Liesl, he's presented his case. Do you trust him? <laughs> no. <laughs> never did, never will. <laughs> Big story about to break. Back page of the paper tomorrow morning. I'm having conversations with the present moment. First right here on the rush hour. This is Dobbo's Mail on Triple M. There was a lot of selection headaches, but the first team for the Brisbane Broncos has been named a little over an hour ago for their clash against the Roosters. Uh, Sunday, Brisbane time. Saturday, Vegas time. And the big talking points, uh, I've got to say, is the battle on the bench. Now, what we do know now is that Marty Tapau has won the bench spot over Xavier Willison. And if you look at it, it's quite a remarkable turnaround. Uh, Willison is obviously being touted as one of the real big hopes of the NRL. And for the Broncos, he's going to replace, obviously, Tom Flegler, who's gone. But Marty Tapau has now um, secured his spot. I spoke to Kevy about it this morning, um, uh, and he said, look, it's just an experience thing. They're going to play on a field that is three metres shorter um, than uh, width-wise, so they're going to have to go through the middle. Um, and experience is going to count way more than it ever has. So to give everybody the side uh, that will be that has been named, uh, Reese Walsh will be one, Corey Oates, the veteran, at two, Stags and Selwyn Cobbo, and that is just such a dynamite wow. story. Um, Jesse Arthur's on the other wing. Ezra Mam and Adam Reynolds are in the halves. Now, this is a great story. Old mud crab, Corey Jensen, um, <laughs> the strongest man for bench press and for uh, squats in the club. He holds the records at the moment at the club. He's the starting front row along with Billy Walters and Payne Huss. Brendan Piakura has recovered from that injury on his knee. Jordan Rickey and Pat Carrigan. And the bench, Smoothie. Marty Tapau, Fletcher Baker from the Roosters playing against his old team and the old war horse, Kobe Hetherington. Pretty bloody strong side, mm. to be honest if with you. If it's three um, metres uh, more narrow, surely the Roosters are going to do the same thing that Kevy's going to choose, though, right? 
Well, everybody's asking what what's going to happen. Is Reese Walsh going to be able to have the room? The, the bottom line is the good players create space. But you're right, Liesl. It's going to be played through the centre. It's just going to be good old-fashioned, truck it up for three, get to your set, chase and defend. And, and look, if it works, I don't think there's going to be the space wide. I think it's going to be very much a battle throughout, and we'll just see what happens. But... Players like Marty Tapau, I said to Kevin, what's he going to do? He goes, mate, he's just got to run and tackle. That's all he has to do for 35 minutes. Dobby, looking at that side, that that's, uh, to me, that looks about as good a side as, as the Bronx can field. I, I, I would say that, yes, but I, I, I do think that Willison gets in there at some point. You reckon, and I'm you gonna, reckon if they yep. get to the grand final, yep. he's in Willison their best will side? Willison will be there, yeah. Okay. And I believe that Tristan Saylor will eventually secure that 14 spot as his as the utility. I, I, I wow. think you can't keep him out of there. Kevy's theory is you've got to give the blokes who played in the grand final last year, um, like he's had that. Tyson Smoothie's done nothing wrong. He's just re-signed. But I think Tristan Saylor forces his way into that side as a utility. All right, nice. And, and just quickly, Dobbo, on that, we see, okay, there's the team for round one. It's a nice, strong team. You've mentioned a couple yep. of flyers that could make their way into the side by end of season as well. What's yep. the depth like? That's the flag now with yeah. those four players leaving yeah. after last year's grand final. Well, remember they've got Jock Madden um, in the halves. They've got Dean Mariner who's over here with them as well, who everybody's touting as one of the big superstars. There's plenty of depth there. Okay. Um, middle forwards, if they got a couple of injuries, I don't like the look of what when Carrigan and like that. You remember you're taking four grand finalists out of that yep. side, but it's a strong team. Okay. It's a strong team ready for round one. It will be different throughout the year. I'm disappointed you're not here, Dobbo, because I feel like you need, when you face the music, you should face it in person. <laughs> Dobbo... Uh, the other day, I uh, on my travel up the M1, my daily trip up the M1, finally the cost of petrol got to me and I made the trip into Costco at Coomera. Oh, well, Dobbo's only been banging on about Costco. I know. And I signed up, Liesl. Uh, Liesl, I signed up and I went Aww. in there. And it was actually quite uh, sort of humbling because I've never been in there before and I've heard lots about it, obviously from Dobbo. Uh, but I went to walk in at the entrance point where everyone walked in and the woman said, have you got your membership card? And mm. I said, no, I'd like to get one though. She's like, you have to go around to the other door. So I'm, yep, that's I'm correct. ushered around to the other door and then I signed up and I got my membership card and, and I went to walk back in there and mm. the woman said, do you want to get a trolley? I was like, oh, no, no I'm just going to have a look just around. Like yeah. And I realised why she said, do you want to get a trolley? Because everything sure. is sold on mass, yes, big, yes, well, yes, yes. you know, you know oh, well. going around families with two, three trolleys, you know, just full of things, and and the humiliation actually got a little bit worse when I, I called Alana and said, "Hey, do you want anything?" She's like, "I oh, get me some coffee," and I went and stood at the the checkout, and there's people with just unloading what looks like a year's worth of chickens. Oh, yeah. Twenty chickens, Twenty chickens, yeah. enough toilet roll to build the pyramids. Yeah. You and can I'm, get, like, yeah. sushi platters and, like, kilos Bread. of wings, amazing. everything, yeah. And I'm standing there with... <laughs> <laughs> a bag of coffee. With a jar of Macomb. <laughs> it was embarrassing. A big jar, though. It was a big jar. It was a, a big, big jar. jar. It was a big, you're right, Dobbo. And you know what? It was two jars because they came <laughs> yeah. in packs of two. two but anyway, I love Costco. Went and then got my petrol for 10 cents cheaper a litre than I could find well it done. elsewhere. Well done. But this is where I want to call you into account, Mr. Dobbin. Liesl, just have a listen to this. This is our man talking about uh, Costco. I get all my fuel from Costco yeah, now. Very cheap. All oh, he's my got fuel his card out. So gold Star member. Yeah, that's it. I'm a Gold Star member of Costco. What What is Gold Star? How is that different? It's from an extra your five bucks. I actually don't know what it actually means, but you know what? Like- Bulldust, Dobbo. You have been caught out. 
pumping up your tyres and your membership to Costco as bigger than it is. Lisa Jones, Gold Star member is the entry-level membership. Is it? That's not true. It is That true. is not true. It is. What's the basic? I think it's Gold Star. Yeah, I think Gold Star. No, no, no. I think you Gold Star, you pay extra money, 55 bucks. You do not. Gold Star. Gold Star is the entry-level membership for Costco. For basic bitches. It is. <laughs> No, that's not right. Dobbo, you are a basic bee. <laughs> you have been fraudulently telling I've, the Triple M family <laughs> that you are some sort of high-level, front-of-the-looting Costco member, front-of-the-plane type operator when it comes to Costco. You are the most basic. The basic passive. I'm checking this out, checking this out because I don't believe this. For Costco. Costco. No, it's, it's not $5 extra and you don't get anything special. There's an executive-level membership. That is not what you are operating with. You, like me, no, are... Well, they've a... changed this. When I, oh. when I first bought this, Gold Star member is now your basic. It, it never used to be. It now, I, has I could been. become... Really? Yeah. Have you found this out? Mm-hmm. Well, somebody somebody didn't upsell me because I would have bought the executive would, if I knew that. Would you like... <laughs> would, do you think you owe the Triple M family an apology? No. For trying no. to upsell yourself? You know. Oh, God. You're like the kids at I school. I feel like a fool that I got conned by a 16-year-old. That's all <laughs> what I like. <laughs> well, Dobbo, I'm proud to be a Gold Star member with you of Costco. I'm going to – well, you won't be because I'm becoming an executive member now. I'm just going to look. You can buy <laughs> that up. up. Yeah, I'm le- okay. You're not going to be on the same level as me, mate, ever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is a great story and, and one that we – probably didn't realise will be a big commodity over in Vegas throughout the course of the week. We've got former Aussie, now expat in Las Vegas, uh, Damien Wickham joining us from Hart and Huntington Tattoos in Las Vegas, and he's mastering at the moment the actual logos of all NRL clubs in the anticipation of 30,000 wild Aussies embarking on the trip of a lifetime. Damien, hello, mate. How are you? G'day, legends. How are you? Couldn't be better. I mean, this is a dream come true. Las Vegas, 30,000 Aussies. It just feels like a, a normal Saturday night in Caxton Street after a state of origin. <laughs> Damien, how much practice have you got into doing NRL tattoos? I mean, how long has it been since you've been in Australia and do you remember what the local, the actual uh, mascots are anymore? Well, I'll never forget the Brisbane Broncos. That's, yes. that's one start. But, yeah, I've been, been over here for three years now. And we thought it would be a good idea to put these together for fans if they wanted to come in and, and uh, commemorate uh, the, uh, the trip to Vegas, you know? Now, Damien, uh, you've, uh, logos aside, because I've seen your work on your uh, Instagram page and you are, I mean, you're talking serious detail. You, your ability to do people's faces is incredible. Have we got, who have we got uh, down pat from the Broncos team currently or, or past legends? Can we do a Reese Walsh? Can we do a Wally Laws? Can we do an Adam Reynolds? No, a raging all bull. All day, all day, mate. I, last one I did, I think, was Darren Lockyer. I mean, mate, Christian. <laughs> now, was this with, with the hair or without the hair, Damien? <laughs> without the hair. Yeah, much easier. Much easier. Sorry, Lockyer. In all seriousness, um, there's lots of things, and we talked about. I was in Vegas at Christmas time. We talked about so most people go to Vegas and they get a tattoo. Do you see when the yeah. events like this? AKA when the Super Bowl was there three weeks ago, that yep. your shops go to a whole nother level. Yes, they do. When you get events like this, like we have, oh, like probably 150,000 people come in, and you know the average of people coming into the shop excels. It goes, it goes through the roof. I sit there and I watch the other fellows that do the the walk-in tattoos just just 
I just go non-stop. Love that. That's and they do it with a smile too, you know? Yeah, of course they do. Uh, Damien, Adam Reynolds has got LeBron James uh, tattooed on his calf. Do you reckon LeBron could get uh, Adam Reynolds tattooed on his calf? <laughs> oh, I'm sure he could if he wanted to. You know, like I'd put my hand up if he wanted to. I'd have a crack at it. Who's your most famous client you've had? Uh, most famous client. Well, let's look at the last one I did. I tattooed the guy called um, DJ Ashba. Um, he replaced Slash in Guns N' Roses. Oh, wow. Well, a few years ago, <laughs> and uh, now he's working with Nikki Six um, on a band called Six AM. Yeah, wow, oh, wow. Awesome. What did That's he get massive. done? Uh, I, 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 I actually covered up his wife's name on his neck. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> That's I love funny. It. Do you get, I love it. do you yeah. actually. But they're good friends. They're all good friends. How... They're good friends now and they're just doing it. They just did it for the course. Damien, this is a great question. You've led us down an interesting path. How, how many of those uh, touch-up jobs do you find yourself doing in Vegas where I imagine some people wake up with a tattoo and go, oh, no. Not really. All what I do is I do a lot of cover-ups, yes. But it, it's usually from over, say, uh, on the, like, people come to Vegas for a holiday and, and they, they, they look to see if they can get some, something covered. When they see what I can do and what, what I'm able to do, they usually book in and it's an all-day affair, you know? So I've got to do something that is uh, extremely technical to cover things. And it's like, you know, when you think about tattoos in Vegas, they don't, you know, you think, oh, you're going to go make mistakes. But we try to educate people. I try to educate people in the right way, you know, to get a successful cover-up. Oh well, I think Dobbo and I might have to pay you a visit when we come in, and we just because do you have do you have anybody already pre-booked in for one of these NRL tattoos this week or this weekend? At the moment, uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I have um, two two young ladies from Brisbane that uh, have booked in that they uh, they want to get the Brisbane logo. Oh, oh my um, God. Okay. I love this. Damien, that, not all... to disclose too much, but if we, if it needs to be off air, we'd love to find out when and where this is happening because I think we need, we'd love, you know, as, if the people getting Brisbane logos done, we would love to capture this for, for the show. We can make that happen. Oh, this is great. I love this. Here we go. I love this. Here we go. Hey, just quickly, uh, definitely... Cleveland Browns logos, do you do them? Oh, God. Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm a brown supporter. As long as we know it's going, as long as we know it's going to last forever, we'll, be, we'll oh, do it. Dobbo, he just explained how difficult cover-ups are. Just why? I mean, why would you do that to yourself? Uh, Damien Wickham from Hart and Huntington Tattoo Parlor in Las Vegas. Awesome. Uh, he's a he's a Queenslander who's doing good over in Sin City. Uh, Damien, uh, make sure you save a spot for us. Dobbo and I are going to come say good day when we get over there. I'll mark it on the calendar, my friend. Before we finish up for today, we need to welcome in uh, a friend of the show. Sort of forced friend of the show. He's our producer, Con. Hello, Con. Hey, yeah, a bit more than a friend, I'd say. Executive producer. You're an acquaintance. Yeah. yeah. He's not a friend. He's He's, an executive producer. Let's just get him I have my friends (laughs) above executive producer of mine. Me too. I was actually giving you a promotion Uh, of sorts. (laughs) Con's got a very distorted sense of that title. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, Con, you're in here because tonight you you are headed off on a secret mission courtesy of our man Dobbo. Yeah, look, uh, remember a couple of weeks ago we had the very famous comic, uh, Eric Andre, uh, joining us mm-hmm. and he gave us a little bit of insight into why he's such a booze dog. 
I could talk rum for a while. I'm going to lose the majority of your audience. No, 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 You're right in the wheelhouse. You're right in the wheelhouse with rum. Oh, really? Okay, I'm going to blab away. What about Bundy, Bundaberg rum in Australia? Have you ever had any of that, like like a small batch? We've got to get you some rum when yeah, you're here. Yeah, I'd love I'll drink it. It's yeah. not, we, I'm they a do rum a spice lover. One. I'm a rum defender. Rum well, defender. Well, if you're a rum defender, he's going to get the opportunity tonight. Now, this is why our executive producer, Con, <laughs> is with us. Um, we've got to get his title right. Um, that we, Con, you are going to this event this evening. Am I correct? This comedy uh, with Eric this evening. Yeah, me and my partner, Rach, are going. And uh, we're going yeah. armed with a bottle of your small batch rum. Perfect. I went and bought this before I left, mm. and I've written a little note. Now, Con, in from a ratings perspective, are you even remotely a chance of getting this rum to Eric like I promised him on the radio? Well, I'm worried about getting it through the front door because I don't think you're allowed to bring a oh. litre of your own rum to most gigs. I didn't think about that. Uh, yeah. But I have made an effort. I've been in touch with the promoter and they've right. given me the local promoter's number. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I've got an in. Can, okay, I, I would argue that delivering the rum is is probably a, what's a at least for you just been at university. What's a pass mark? Pass. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would be if you if you hand the rum to a member of Eric's team, that's a pass, Mm -hmm. right? I think in order to get a uh, a credit, what's the next level up? Uh, That's a five, Uh, six. Let's call call it. Yeah. uh, You need to hand it to Eric himself. Yeah. The next level. High distinction. No, six is a distinction. Yeah, six is a distinction. I think you need to. um, uh, I think you probably need to. Have a drink of it with Eric. Yeah, yeah. I think witness you need to, him try it. You need to witness Eric trying it. And a high distinction top of the class is you need to sit there and get... No, no, no. no, no. He also, needs, he also needs a selfie with him. He also oh, needs to get a selfie okay. with him holding the Bundy rum um, and the note. The note is important because okay. I've written a... Have you seen I the think, note? I think the a high distinction would be an exchange. <laughs> so Eric Andre gives Con some of his rum. Yeah, well, Con can't be trusted know. with a bottle of rum and I'm not there. Con cannot be trusted with somebody else's rum. I don't know. Right? If, uh, so let's just Eric's, put this there. I think in order for the exchange to happen, Eric probably needs to be aware that the exchange is <laughs> taking place. Okay, can we also just talk the other part? Okay, so Con, do you understand your mission? Yeah, I'll, I'll try, my, right. try my hardest to get some FaceTime with him. The mission? Do you accept the I, I ex- gladly accept. <laughs> like one of those spy Can I ask one more question? Are you going dressed straight from work? To this event like that, I <laughs> uh, hadn't really thought of it, but you, yes, gotta get. He's changed, no chance, guys. Man. He's no chance no. of getting this through. What's They're going to like these homeless blokes rolled up with a bowl of rum. <laughs> can um, we, Lisa? Can, speaking of appearances, can you have a look at the note that Dobbo's written? It's beautifully handwritten. How nice is our man's handwriting? Yeah, stunning. I can't get over that. That is mm. that has left me stunned. Just Dobbo, I would ex- I would expect your handwriting to be sort of doctor's scroll. You know, no, it's quite lovely. It's beautiful. Where did you learn to where, write where so nicely? No, well, if you look at it, the spelling's not very great, but I've yeah, got to be good. Yeah, spelling's good. Yeah, your grammar's uh, just I don't a bit know. Off, I just, but that's okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Uh, I've always had neat handwriting. It's yeah, lovely. Very nice. All right, well done. Mm, yeah. All right, Con, uh, mission, good luck. Thank you. Full report tomorrow on the show. I'll let you know how it goes. All right, very good. We've got to get out of here, Lisa Jones. Cheerio. Dobbo. Farewell, my neighbours. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 p.m. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with Lisa Jones, Liam and Dobbo.